<laughs> Adam Peg Gilly, good morning. How are you? <laughs> You're a bunch of gibberish. Seriously. <laughs> I say good morning, good morning, Adam. Is that a good deed? No. I say good morning to him. That's polite and respectful. No, that's just accepted. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what standard. the rules are that's today. That's just a stock standard. <laughs> uh, morning, buddy. Morning, Clarky. Let's talk some racing. We had the barrier draw for the Inglis Millennium yesterday. Yeah, we did, Mido. A um, lot of interest surrounding this favourite from the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Botts. They were fully lit. Sounds like a broken record talking about their two-year-olds, but he was ultra-impressive winning on debut a few weeks ago, and He's got, oh, what must he said, a little bit of a tricky draw, drawing the um, second outside gate. I, I, I'm usually a fan of speed horses who draw outside gates because um, they can take a bit of time to find their feet and then come across. But this is uh, going to be a, a very fast-run race. It's a $2 million race. going to be a ton of speed runs underneath him. So he's going to have to do some work. And I expect him in the market to probably drift just a little bit as we get closer to the jump time. Keen to see how these two horses come back from the uh, English nursery just before Christmas. Uh, Odinson, obviously, was very impressive winning, and, and Beer Baron um, was great. He's a horse who's also got a lot of potential as well. So, yeah, this is a really important race heading towards some of our major two-year-old features, um, including the slipper. And I think Fully Leap will start favourite. We might get a touch of a better price closer to jump time. Um, Jay Mack injured himself on Saturday, then rode Sunday over there in Hong Kong. What's the latest with him? Is he out with injury? Yeah, he's told the stewards, Loz, he won't be riding at Warwick Farm today and won't be riding on the weekend either. So that's Canterbury on Friday night, then Ramwick on Saturday for the English Millennium meeting. So I'd imagine a couple of long-haul flights um, and the pain is probably setting in a little bit. He's decided to tell stewards he won't be riding at all this week. So we don't know how long he'll be out of the saddle for. Hopefully it's only just a week or so, but certainly he had to grit his teeth and get through that Hong Kong meeting on Sunday. And once he's got back to Australia, he's seen a specialist said, no, you need to rest for a little bit. So that means he won't be riding for the next week. So, yeah, we wish him all the best. Let's hope he's back next Wednesday, at least the following Saturday, and um, he's ready to go for all the, all the big features heading into the Autumn Carnival. First group one of the year, the calendar year, with the CF4 at Caulfield on Saturday. And uh, what sort of field can we expect for the 400-metre wait for age race? Well, it's going to be a market dominated by Mr. Brightside, won't it, Mido? He's $1.85 with tab.com.au at the moment before acceptances. Um, probably could even start a little bit shorter once that final field is, is taken. Taken. It's going to be an interesting race. So obviously, Kira Mara's got prior to Jenny nominated. I'm hoping she accepts because what she did throughout the Melbourne Cup week, that was phenomenal, winning those two group ones in the space of seven days and the manner in which she did it as well. So, you know, when she's in a race, the speed's going to be on. It's going to be a true test. So I'm hoping she stays in those um, nominations and is one of the entries for the race. But I think Mr. Bryce obviously deserves to be favourite. I read with interest that the connections of V8 have been talking up his chances. Obviously, the McAvoy stable will think that he's He's done really well so far. This preparation got a bit of fitness uh, benefit on his side as well. So he's going to be there to, to run a race as well. But it's just hard to see how Mr. Brightside doesn't start such a short price favourite. He's been so consistent for so long now. This weight for age racing is just his go. So I'd imagine he's going to be extremely hard to toss in that all stakes at Caulfield on the weekend. And just to confirm, Foxy Cleopatra in the noms, but likely won't accept today, Loz. Although I know you'll leave it, leave it to your esteemed trainers. Hmm. But Foxy is in the noms for the oar on oh, Saturday, as no. well as no, I don't think I don't think as well as the car the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be a, okay. A, a, group ones don't interest you? Oh, they do, they do, and we'll be there at some stage in the oh. future. Uh, but big just statement. What's well, a big just statement? Don't know. Well, just look look at the confidence. I got a horse She's already running in group, group ones. One. She's already running in group one. Yeah, she did too. The Oaks. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah.
how quickly they forget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about today at Warwick Farm? <laughs> uh, just a value bet for me today, Loz. Race three, number three, McGeehan, I think prevents, presents a nice each-way bet. He was very, very disappointing last start and tailed off. But his first two runs of this preparation were great. He won on a wet track at Warwick Farm first up. Second up at Canterbury, he should have won. He was held up for a run all the way down the straight. I'm willing to forgive him one bad run. And in his favour is he loves getting his toe into the ground. And he loves his home track. And with three kilos off of Beanie Pania, he's right down the weights as well. So just a little sneaky chance there. Race three, number three, McGeehan uh, at Warwick Farm today. $12.310 the place. Also, uh, Ali Mosley on Monday mentioned Bizasto to us, which is the $3.30 favourite uh, in the first today at the farm. Uh, race one, number one there to keep an eye on as well. But Adam Sip is race three, number three, McGeehan, $12.310 the place. Have a good day, mate. Thank you. See you, boys. Chat tomorrow.